Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey, everybody. Welcome once again to the Wrestling Inc. podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Raj Geary to talk about SmackDown Live for February 14th, 2017. Raj, how's it going, man? Good. How are you? Doing well. So we got a lot to cover with SmackDown, but wanted to start with the news. Last night, breaking on Wrestling Inc. that our co-host from Mondays, Mr. Matt Morgan, he's wrestling again. What's the story on that, Raj? Well, he had told us, uh, well, maybe you weren't on the podcast that week, but he he, he told us uh, on the podcast uh, I think it was last week that he was doing this autism event uh so yeah yeah he's returning to the ring in april and uh he's teasing possibly more than that so so we'll see yes following up though i believe it was a sunday night when he did talk about how absolutely easy it is to get fans to believe uh the tease of a return and get them going so yeah i don't i don't th- i don't think it's that i think it's more yeah. than that I know. Weirdly coincidental timing, though, since we talked about that at length in our Elimination Chamber coverage. So uh, that being said, let's dump into SmackDown last night. Uh, Bray Wyatt, Bray's the champ, man. And uh, he came out, uh, was interrupted by John Cena. They had a nice little face-off for the promo, only to be interrupted by AJ Styles. Um, What did you think of of, uh, the segment between Cena and Wyatt before uh, AJ came out? Um, I thought it was good, but um, yeah, I I didn't get why they put AJ in there. I mean, I thought it made it a better match and everything. Um, but uh, when they originally put AJ in there, I thought they did that to um, have him be the guy that takes the pin in the main event. Like mm. they didn't want to beat Cena again. Yeah. Uh, but Cena ended, ended up getting pinned anyway. But uh, that being said, it was a good opener uh, and a good main event. And that was about it for the show uh, for me and, and Mickey and, and Becky Lynch. But other than that, uh, the rest of the show didn't really do much for me. 
I thought it was okay overall. Um, I mean, Raw this week, I think, was better because there were more surprises. There were more interesting things that happened. But I thought this was a perfectly fine episode of SmackDown. I really enjoyed the main event match. Really enjoyed Mickey and Becky. And I thought there were some high points elsewhere throughout the show. Uh, that being said, I think it's interesting with Bray. So they're keeping his character roughly the same now that he's the champ. And uh, I don't know. I mean, we talked for a while about this idea that they could do this face turn with him. But I, w I wonder what that looks like character-wise. Um, I, I guess it's irrelevant right now because they're not doing yeah. it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, you'd guess that Randy Orton's turning babyface soon. So yeah, and that that was actually kind of a twist at the end of the show. I think a lot of people were surprised by that, myself included. And we'll and we'll get to that with where they're going with the WrestleMania plans. So they were interrupted by AJ, and then of course Daniel Bryan came out to make the triple threat match for later in the episode. Uh, now this was from Anaheim last night. The crowd seemed a pretty good reaction overall. Um, back from the break, we had the recurring segments about Dean Ambrose backstage looking for Baron Corbin, and then we had American Alpha versus The Ascension. And now I don't think, you know, <laughs> the Ascension back to being the Ascension, it was pretty clear who was going to win this match. But that being said, I thought this was actually kind of solid. I thought this was a decent match. They, they, they worked it for a while. It wasn't the typical Ascension squash. Yeah, the match wasn't bad. Um, but, the, you know, it's having American Alpha with these jobber tag teams every week. Like I said, having competitive matches with tag teams that people perceive as jobbers. Uh, is not doing him any favors, you know. Like I, I loved the Rockers as a kid, um, but I, I wouldn't want—I wouldn't care to watch their matches if they were wrestling the Bolsheviks every week, you know. Regardless of how good the matches were, uh, at some point it's like, all right, uh, we want to see you, you know, it, it, uh, you know, uh, higher up on the totem pole. So, um, and the Ascension isn't it? But you know, as far as the match went, uh, it, it was it was pretty good. You know what it reminds me of with the Ascension that I think they could do? Um, you know the story about the game, the one game where, what was it, the Washington Wizards beat the Harlem Globetrotters? Like this jobber team whose job it was to go out and lose every time actually played a real game once and it was really competitive and they won. They beat the Globetrotters. I feel that's what it would be like if the Ascension were to get a win or to get the belts at some point. You know, I think it would be a waste. I think it would just devalue the titles. <laughs> you yeah. know, anytime you do these... Uh, and and let's face it, those titles don't have that much value right now. As that is it true. Is. So, yeah. um, but anytime you you switch the titles to people that don't deserve it or that people don't see on that level, it it just does more harm than good. Yeah. Um, although that being said, a year ago, if I would have said, you know, if I was said to you a year ago today, Reiner and Heath Slater, Rhino and Heath Slater are going to get a title run, and it's going to be you know, pretty good build up to a pretty good story. I don't think a lot of people would have believed that would have been compelling. And that was one of the better, one of the better storylines they told last year. Um, so it's the WWE, anything can happen. Uh, but that being said, okay, so this was a high point for me last night. The Usos in that promo. Like, yeah, where have these Usos been? This, this was actually good. Yeah, no, I thought it was really good. Uh, I think they could be a really effective heel tag team. I mean, I've been waiting. I mean, this seemed like a, a no-brainer to go with the Usos and American Alpha for, for months. So uh, I'm glad they're going with it. It's a little odd that they started the night after American Alpha beat them clean uh, yeah. in that Elimination Chamber match. But uh, at least they're doing it. The Usos are the only other really credible tag team on SmackDown right now. So uh, it, it's a no-brainer. So I'm glad they're going that direction. 
And we actually saw some personality, right? I mean, the Usos, you see them in everything else they do for the WWE, whether they're, you know, in an episode of Total Divas, whether it's Swerved, whether it's uh, the documentaries that they do on the network. And the Usos have a lot of personality everywhere except when they're cutting promos in the WWE. And last night, I feel like it finally happened. We finally saw something compelling from them. Uh, I, I feel like their, their promos since they've been heels have been good. Um, they just haven't had that many though. because they were out yeah. injured. Yeah. Um, last night's was really, really good. I mean, really good. And I recommend, even if you skipped all of SmackDown Live last night, track down that Usos promo and watch it. That was worth viewing, in my opinion. Yeah, I think they 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 have the potential to be great heels. And uh, they look the part. They act it. They don't seem phony. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'd, I'd like to see the Usos get another title run and uh, have American Alpha chasing them. Yeah. I think they could do something with it. It's, I mean, that's really the division right now. I mean, those are the top teams, American Alpha and the Usos. Everything else, I think, is just side fodder. You know, Rhino right. and Slater, I think, uh, are are a B. But the problem is we've got the A teams, A, B team, and then the rest are all, I don't even think, C at this point. I mean, Brazongo, you know, it's kind of down there. Right. Realm of credibility. Um, so that being said, uh, nice, nice segment. I really enjoyed that last night with Ellsworth and Carmella and Ambrose and then Brian coming by and saying basically that it was cool for Ambrose to beat him up to work out his issues. Uh, I thought that was a cute little uh, bit that they did backstage. Uh, we went from that to talking about the Hall of Fame. Of course, Teddy Long is going in, joining Kurt Angle on the Rock and Roll Express. And then Ellsworth came out with Carmella. And uh, they did their little shtick when Dean Ambrose came out, ambushed by Baron Corbin. So this is exactly what you said. They're setting up the Corbin-Ambrose storyline now going forward. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I'm guessing they'll be doing something at Mania. So I don't know if it's one-on-one match. My guess is it'd probably be a multi-person. Uh, but, uh, you know, a one-on-one, I think, uh, has more uh, has more drama to it. So uh, that, I think that would be better. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's interesting last night, they, they kept uh, putting it over similar to how they did on Monday with Dean Ambrose. He's a local medical facility. He's been taken to a local medical facility. We're going to get reports from the local medical facility. I thought that was interesting. I, I noticed that really stood out also that when they've been doing that lately more and more with these attack segments. Um, but yeah, I thought that beatdown was uh, well done. Backstage in Italian, Nikki Bella further developing what's going on there. Uh, so that's setting up a false call. Fal- uh, pardon me, false count anywhere match for next week. Um, so yeah, this is this is gonna keep on going, man. I think uh, I think I actually think Natalia's gonna win next week. And you think they'll be done with it after that, or you? Think I think gonna- so. Yeah, I think that they'll move on to Maurice. I think Maurice will cost her the match next week. Well, let me tell you, if you thought that maybe it was a lesser SmackDown last night, it's because the Miz was nowhere to be seen on TV, and I think that. That kind of affected it a little. Bit. I wouldn't say lesser. I just coming off of a pay per view, I guess, and with WrestleMania on the horizon, I would expect it a little more. I again, I thought uh, the main event was great, and uh, you know, the opening segment and stuff was was really good. But the rest just kind of felt like uh, kind of felt like filler. Mm. And SmackDown is, is very easy to get into that pattern. It seems with their uh, limited roster depth. But yeah, it was strange not to have the Miz involved last night uh at all yeah. but i guess he was in the dark match after so I, I actually had to go online to confirm i was like not my imagination the miz wasn't there but i guess the dark match was the miz versus dean ambrose and supposedly it was fantastic based on everything i've read online right and if they're moving to miz and cena uh you know i it it probably doesn't make sense to have him on the show tonight unless you're giving him a win or something but uh but uh yeah i i think they want to kind of hold it off until they get the 
Miz Cena thing rolling. So I'm guessing next week will probably be the start of that. Yeah, what did you think of uh, Ziggler's promo that he cut cut after that with Renee? Eh. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of the same stuff. Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I mean, it's interesting they're choosing him for a heel in this situation where it just, it just doesn't fit. I, I just think his, even his aggression and frustration, actually that's the thing, his aggression comes across as frustration. It's part of the reason why that angle he did with the Miz was so good. It's because, you know, you buy Dolph as frustrated, sure, but it's sort of angry. Mm, I just don't, I don't see it. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's been a pretty poor heel turn so far. Yeah. Uh, but let's talk about high point of the night, Mickey James versus Becky Lynch. Uh, so they're, they're in a program now. And their matches are good. I mean, yeah. they had a good match at the pay-per-view, another great one last night, uh, or, or another really good one last night. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I, I, I think that this is one of the better women's feuds in the WWE right now. And isn't it amazing that this still feels like uh, the spotlight feud, even though there's no title on the line currently, that – I mean, in my mind, it's funny that, I mean, this really overshadows what we've got going on with Naomi and Alexa, which we'll talk about in a moment. Um, but no, I thought the wrestling was great. Well, I, I think, it, And I think it's good for SmackDown to have two, like, strong women's feuds, so. Well, I mean, three. Um, They're carrying three right yeah, now. Three. Two yeah, three. two-hour show. Raw yeah, for sure. has got one and a half in a three-hour show, maybe. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, no, I thought that was fantastic last night. Really enjoyed uh, all all the back and forth with it. Uh, Mickey getting the win. I mean, yes, 50-50 booking at its finest, but I thought they put on a good show. And uh, I even enjoyed uh, how they how they did with uh, the finish and uh, Becky's reaction to it. I, I, did you notice that? That she had this kind of just look sitting in the corner, like with the way with Mickey and the ref and the distraction and all that, or uh, the kicking the ref and all that, that Becky had this look kind of like, of course, this is what happens. Sort of like I've been in this situation before. This is nothing new. Yeah, and it made it look like the loss doesn't really matter all that much. Well, I mean, it doesn't at this point. There's nothing on the line with it. I think. Yeah, but things... you should be you should be a little more pissed that you lost. Yeah, I don't know. The so like, ah, ah, you got me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Darn Mickey. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing with Becky at this point, uh, the, and the way they booked her, especially. I mean, I don't know her win loss record. I mean, she's won a lot of she's won a fair amount of matches, but it seems like maybe a, it's a little more than uh, no, not clean wins. But I think maybe what she's 40, 60 in favor of, of wins to losses, maybe even a little, little fewer wins the way that they keep booking her. Um, I'm, I'm guessing most of the women are like that, right? Well, um, someone has to win more often than not. Uh, I think Alexa usually loses on TV and, you know, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. It, I mean, Nikki is probably above water, but that's that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, Becky is certainly one when it counts, and that's that's what matters. That's what people remember. Um, so then after that, uh, we had an announcement plugging the upcoming HBO documentary on Andre the Giant, which is, uh, yeah, that we're really looking forward to that. And then we had Renee in the ring with Naomi. So uh, Alexa came out mocking this injury. So the in is the injury just what – what is the supposed injury, and is it just storytelling placeholder – I don't know. I'm guessing she might have just tweaked something because if if it is a real injury, I mean, it's not really known if it is or not. Um, but if it is, uh, it's it's a good storyline, you know, that she has one week. It kind of builds some intrigue on whether she'll be able to wrestle next week. So I thought this was good. Did you watch uh, Talking Smack last night? Uh, I did. Yeah. 
I thought Alexa was on fire up until that Patriots part. But even that whole thing about Naomi wants to be at WrestleMania, I'll buy her a ticket once I win the title so that way she can see I, what it's... I thought Alexa was great on her promo here. I think yeah. she's, she's really natural in front of the camera. Doesn't look like she, she hasn't been on the main roster that long. And it looks like she belongs. So I think, uh, you know, she was great. I thought Naomi came across as really likable babyface. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I liked the segment. Yeah, I thought it was really good. And uh, Talking Smack, again, that's one I recommend watching. Uh, I don't, don't want to spoil it, but uh, Alexa's thing about the Patriots. And then Apollo Crews building off that. I think that last night, I know we talk a lot about Apollo Crews not being a well-developed character. I think last night in Talking Smack was was the most compelling I've seen Apollo Crews be, the most personable. And he was very funny how he followed up that Alexa Bliss segment last night. Yeah, yeah. What do you say? How about them Patriots or something? Yeah, yeah. Did you hear the Patriots won? Yeah. Uh, Daniel no, Apollo. Right. Apollo's got you know. I think uh, it's just just finding the right, uh, just finding the right character or switch or you know just the, the right slot to position him in because he's got all the tools. Yeah, and uh, that was great. We're talking smack. Daniel Bryan was great. The whole thing. Really, really good episode. But let's talk about this main event last night. John Cena versus AJ Styles versus Bray Wyatt for uh, WWE title. So this, yeah, this 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 was well-paced. I liked how they did the interplay between the three of them. I thought the whole thing really worked quite well. I thought it was great. Yeah, and uh, the whole time I was thinking, like, this could be the WrestleMania main event. Like, I'd prefer this match to uh, Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. Yeah. Uh, I mean, granted, they're not doing that. Um but I thought it was, you know, they, they, they all can go. I think AJ and Bray, uh, there's a ton of potential there. I think uh, after WrestleMania, you could turn AJ babyface because the fans are, you know, have pretty much made him a babyface anyway. Yeah. And have an AJ versus Bray feud if Bray held on to the title. And I think that would be, uh, I think that's a, that's a potential, like, awesome feud there that's, you know, waiting to happen. Loved some of the little moments last night. Loved Cena not able to get Bray up when he was trying to lift him there. Uh, Loved when uh, AJ, the way they shot that, when AJ came down off the top rope out of nowhere and just flew into frame. I thought that was a really effective use of his aerial top rope moves. Yeah, no, they they all looked really good. And uh, yeah, no, no one looked you know sore or anything from the elimination chamber the night before. So uh, it was a really good match. Yeah, but the I mean the big big news with it is that so Orton came out after and had like a kneel before Zod moment in just pledging his eternal allegiance to Bray Wyatt and saying he's not going to face him at WrestleMania. I mean, I'm assuming this is a chapter in the story that's going to ultimately lead us to Randy versus Bray at WrestleMania and of course Bray did win and retain last night. Um but what what are you hearing as far as where this story is going and what are your thoughts in terms of uh this this development? Um, well, we got what seven weeks till WrestleMania, so uh, you gotta you gotta have twists and turns along the way. So this is this is one of them. Um, it was interesting that they announced the Battle Royal for next week. Um, my my guess is that uh, you know uh, someone wins the Battle Royal, uh, Orton ends up turning on Bray, or it could be you know Bray turning on Orton. One way or the other, I'd guess Orton turning on Bray makes more sense, and then probably facing the Battle Royal winner if they do a match, and the winner of that you know faces Bray at Mania, and it ends up being Orton. So I, I don't think they're uh, changing the the main event. Yeah, or one of the main events. 
it would it would seem very strange for that to happen. So next week we are having a battle royal. Loved on talking smack when AJ called it a royal rumble. He was corrected battle royal, and AJ said same thing. <laughs> and <laughs> they're not a, they're not the same yeah, thing. Not the same thing, especially in the WWE's eyes. Um, yeah. have, God, that was great last night. Even with the way AJ stormed off. I mean, talk, maybe and maybe that's part of it. Maybe this was, you know, as you said, a more sort of average episode of SmackDown Live. But I thought Talking Smack was, I mean, a, Talking Smack's really good. But I thought last night was even an above average episode of that. So when paired together, I, I'm certainly on a SmackDown high from last night still. Um, but yeah, man, uh, that that triple threat. And interesting that we had John Cena in the main event match, though. And then for uh, the locals in Anaheim, they still like, we got to put on a dark match after with The Miz and Dean Ambrose. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, 205 live. That's why. Well, yeah, exactly. I don't know if Cena wants to wait around that long, but, um, <laughs> you know, yeah, he's like, I got, I got other things to do. Yeah. I got stuff to do. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. Cause that, that's been the dark match a lot. It's been Dean Ambrose and the Miz. Yeah. So yeah, I thought, you know, that was a great match. So, um, and uh, AJ Styles, he's in the Battle Royal. So he's the first one that they've named for the SmackDown Battle Royal next week. Cool, cool. Yeah, I thought that all in all, it's, it's funny when we go through and recap it here. There, yeah, it seems like there was not very very many matches. Not very much happened. The show did fly by last night um, into that Mickey, Becky, and then uh, the, the triple threat. But I thought it was good. I think, yeah, it's just it's coming off a rare week when Raw was better. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It was both, you know, both shows had their pluses and minuses, but that that Jericho segment and uh, that was just uh, that took it to another level for me and and the the Bailey title win. So, yeah, this week, uh, a rare, rare win for Raw. But, you know, I, both shows were good. I thought SmackDown was good. Just, uh, you know, like I said, outside of those two matches, there wasn't much there. But it, it it was fast paced. It moved along pretty good. So I thought it was fine. You know, I thought it was fine. This um, is a good week, man. I mean, this is this is what it should be, right? We're on the road to WrestleMania. This is absolutely what it should be at this point. And it, my question now is just, can they not screw this streak up? I'm sure the they will. Six weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you you all. I mean, you're, Raw is three hours, so you're going to have those shows where they just don't have anything. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, li I like your cynicism on it. Um, <laughs> now, when when's the last time you've seen WWE have seven straight weeks of Raw and SmackDown being good? Um, I can't remember ever. I mean, like in the modern era. Yeah, I was going to say maybe when they SmackDown first launched, they put a lot of effort into it. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about like the last five years. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Totally, man. Uh, so let's take a moment and thank the sponsor of this episode before we get to some other stuff and talk about WrestleMania. And that sponsor is DDPY, DDP Yoga, specifically their awesome Max Pack used by Chris Jericho, AJ Styles, Mick Foley, Goldust, Scott Hall, Jake the Snake, tons of other WWE stars who have turned around their health, turned around their lives, thanks to DDPY. For a limited time right now, you can get the DDP Yoga Now app for 25% off or the DDPY DVDs for 25% off plus three months of full access to the DDP Yoga Now app. And this app is awesome, by the way. It doesn't just have your DDPY workouts. It's also got Diamond Dallas Page teaching you how to make healthy food taste amazing. It's got motivational ma uh, messages from Dallas himself. And it really will keep you on track with your health, with your fitness, with your body transformation that you're going to undergo when you do DDP Yoga. We've also got a deal where you can buy a max or combo pack at 25% off and get 50% off the second one. 
So partner up with a friend, partner up with a loved one, take control of your health, take control of your life and get started today with DDP Yoga. Go to ddpyoga.com slash wrestling inc. That's ddpyoga.com slash wrestling inc. to take advantage of these special offers. And we thank them once again for sponsoring the Wrestling Inc. podcast. So Raj, uh, on the road to WrestleMania, what, what are you hearing about I mean, no changes as far so far as far as what the card's going to be. Are you hearing any further developments about this proposal angle, which a lot of people are talking about this idea? Would the WWE do that? And as Matt Morgan said, have it be have it, you know, be completely a shoot that uh, or not a a work. Pardon me, be completely a work that John Cena would get engaged to Nikki Bella purely for storyline, but not in real life. Um, I mean, Cena has said many times in the past that he's not going to get married. He's not going to have a, a, a child um, emphatically. And, and and as a shoot, like not just on Total Divas, but in interviews and, and things like that. You know, even before it was, uh, it was public that him and Nikki were dating and before they were dating. Um, but people change. So, um, yeah, I don't know if Matt's talking about past comments Cena's made or past things Cena said to him. Uh, but, you know. Times change, people change. You know, Cena's nearing forty. Uh, he's got he's got other stuff going on. Um, so I, I, it wouldn't shock me to see uh, Cena and Nikki get married um, someday. But um, yeah, I don't I don't think it's out of the the that he's definitely not doing it. So, but you know, who knows? I don't know them personally, so uh, we'd have to see. And we all have those friends, those friends who swear for years. I'm never getting married, never having kids, never doing it. And then, bam, what happens? They end up married with children. Right, exactly. (laughs) You know, so the right opportunity, the right situation, you never know how it's going to go down. Oh, Raj froze for me. And uh, stand by, folks. It looks like we're having some technical difficulties. I'm not seeing to some of these questions. Um, oh, there we go. Now I see you. Or not? Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure if you lost me or I lost you. Yeah, but we're back, folks. (laughs) That's what's important. So yeah, send, keep sending your questions in the chat and on Wrestling Inc. Uh, someone was asking, uh, who do we think is going to win between Bray and Randy if that does indeed happen at WrestleMania? Um, I mean, I think, I think a lot of it depends on who's got more steam. Um, my, I, my, I mean, Orton seems like the obvious choice, um, just because he's the babyface challenging for the title, but. If if Wyatt's on fire, I I I think go with Wyatt, um, and and then you got Orton rematches down the road. You got Cena uh, when he comes back. Uh, you got AJ Styles uh, possibly. So I think it just you, you have a lot more if you go with Bray. Yeah, yeah. With Orton, I mean, I don't know. I I don't think Orton needs the win uh, at this point. I think he'll be just fine as is. Uh, yeah, I think it could, could help get Bray to the to the next level. So I saw the story on Wrestling Inc. making the rounds uh, while these questions are coming in. You want to tell everyone what happened with the Emelina gimmick that was changed day of, apparently, a Monday Night Raw? Oh, I guess uh, during rehearsals, they the producers weren't getting the reaction that they wanted. I think Pro Wrestling Sheet first reported it, that, um, yeah, she wasn't getting 
I guess she just, I mean, even when she came out for the Emelina thing, uh, she seemed kind of nervous, like not really into the character or whatever. So I guess they, uh, that, that day of, they said, all right, we're, we're nixing this and change you back to Emma. So there you go. Well planned out. And then the original idea was going to be a more old school, uh, glamorous female wrestler in the mold of like a sable. Right. Like a super hot. Yeah. Like a sabler or the cat, which in this PG era, uh, I don't know how you pull that off, but uh, apparently they had something in mind and, and they didn't get what they were looking for. With Emma Emma wasn't right in that role. With Emma, it would have been interesting though because she's not your stereotypical diva of the of the diva era. I mean, Emma can really go in the ring, so I think that that would have actually been an interesting way to to modernize it. You know, not the step backward that a lot of people would have feared. Yeah, you would think with all these months of promos that they'd be working with her in the back, trying to come up with ways to tweak the character, try it out before spending so much time and effort in in advertising it. You know what I mean? And when she was talking, like her accent was back. I mean, I, I've never heard her accent that much come through in doing promos. I mean, she just seemed very uncomfortable, um, not nearly as polished as you would think after all this time. So I, I don't know. I hope this doesn't mean we're gonna. She's gonna be off TV for another six months. Um, but who knows? It doesn't seem like she needs to be. Um, yeah. If she's just going back to her old gimmick. So, so yeah. Yeah. You think old gimmick being evil Emma? She's not gonna come out dancing. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think as a heel, evil Emma. uh, Yeah. Hopefully that dance is gone. I I would love to see her do the original Emma gimmick as a heel. Come out and do the dancing. Uh, That would get over like a a (laughs) fart in the wind. (laughs) Um, What's up? uh, Some, uh, some online, some people were saying like, how come they don't use someone like Summer Rae for, for that sort of gimmick? What is she still out on injury? Yeah. She's still out on injury. Gotcha. And we've been seeing Tamina pop up more on social media lately and uh, in backstage photos. So she's back doing house shows now. Who is that? Tamina. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she's back. And word is she's going to SmackDown based on what information we know. Um, cool. So what else do we got? Lots of people asking about who's going to win. Um, oh, what woman will be inducted this year? Tori Wilson, Beth Phoenix, Jazz, uh, Victoria. Uh, yeah, I mean, Beth Phoenix is the, that's the word. Beth. That makes sense. Um, cool, man. Tori Wilson. I could definitely see sooner than later. Um, and the others, not so much. I mean, I could see them doing it because they always want to have a woman going each year. So, uh, so, so I could definitely see that, but, um, yeah, Beth Phoenix is probably up first. Uh, what are you hearing about, uh, SI or, uh, oh, sorry. I'm going to try to go back up who asked it. Um, uh, oh, Chris, uh, is asking about what happens to the universal title after mania uh, with Brock or Goldberg, uh, getting it. Where do you think they go storyline from there? I think, uh, Brock wins it and probably Braun Strowman actually is, is where I think they go with it next. And what's that Mick Foley story making the rounds right now that Braun got in, str- in trouble for saying that he wanted a title shot as opposed to a title match a couple weeks ago? Yeah, we have that up on the site from yesterday, I guess. Yeah, yeah. He, Vince flipped out because he said he, he wanted to... Was, which way was it? He said he wanted a title match, but he was supposed to say title shot. 
Yeah, yeah, whatever uh, it was. He got, he got, her, I thought it was, he shot, but he was supposed to say match, which is kind of weird splitting of hairs. Um, I mean, it worked regardless in ever how they did it, but I guess uh, Mick Foley uh, was on Rosa Mendes, whose podcast was on? Lillian uh, Garcia. Lillian Garcia, that's right. Um, it was on uh, her podcast, but I guess mixing that was hilarious to see Vince yelling at Braun Strowman, which would be quite a sight. Over st- stupidest stuff, you know. Vince is very particular, Raj. <laughs> I'm surprised you're you're hearing the word wrestle a lot more on on TV where that was banned for a while. So I I can't tell if they've dropped it or they're allowing it, you know, at certain times, but uh they they just have a weird thing with with terminology. Like belt, I still don't think they can use the term belt on TV. Really? They have to say yeah. title, uh but they can't say belt. Yeah. Speaking of which, it was weird seeing Bray come out wearing the belt last night, but I guess that you know, I mean, just the sight of that, it was kind of like, oh, man, Bray's really the champ. Yeah, I thought it looked cool. Yeah. Um, John Cena's taking a hiatus after WrestleMania. Um, I think it's to film uh, The Pact, which was a movie that was uh, confirmed. It was announced uh, last fall, uh, confirmed in January. So he uh, will not be around after WrestleMania. So, um, which, you know, explains why they didn't want to do Cena versus Taker, because uh, if the idea is to beat Taker, and you know, and this is probably his last WrestleMania, you probably don't want to do it with Cena, whose uh, career is as a full-time performer is winding down. So I thought it was very strange that yesterday. I don't know, uh, you know, if you, if you get a lot of wrestling-themed things, although I'm sure that would be people in your life trolling you. That uh, I got some nice WWE Valentines yesterday, and so what I noticed in this one, it's Bray Wyatt saying he hopes I have an awesome Valentine's Day. Where's the Miz? I tweeted this out. Missed opportunity there. But it's so strange to me, like, The Undertaker wishing, you are a winner, Valentine. Like, very strange. Well. And how they choose these you got You got to make that money. Yeah, but I like that all of the shield is represented. At least. I'm guessing they probably picked those out probably like a year ago, you know, or two years ago. And, uh, you know, that uh, that's why the Miz isn't on there. My, my favorite that I saw someone did on Reddit and I wanted to print it out. Uh, I didn't have time to give it to my wife was someone made that card uh, with the Seth Rollins picture saying, you make me weak in the knees. I was like, touche. Uh-huh. It's very clever. Um, so yeah, I got, uh, was always, always pleasantly surprised when I see WWE merchandise, because you're right. It is always sort of out of date, which is the problem with all the WWE merchandising is that they plan it so far ahead of time. And we've been talking about, uh, I'm going to review the Marine five, for the Wrestling Inc. website, but it's the same thing, right? Like they make the movie, oh, let's put Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel in it. And it's like, okay, when was that being planned is a good idea, you know, for that big push. They're so visible right well, now. Well, it's, I mean, it's a nothing. No one's going to see that movie. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> I mean, you don't want to put your top stars having them having to take time off the road and off TV for a movie that no one's going to see. So it, uh, it, it makes sense to use those guys. I would love to know how much money those movies actually make. Uh, it's in the financial reports. They don't make much. I mean, the, the the WWE Studios is pretty much a money loser. Though, I mean, they made money on like the Halle Berry movie that yeah. I think was Wade Barrett in, or David Otunga, I think had a cameo uh, in was that. That, one, uh, that wasn't the one with with uh, Brodus. Brodus was it Brodus? Maybe. Maybe he was. But it was the, the Halle Berry one. There was only one, and I that's the only one that I, I remember that was like a, actually a success. Maybe the See No Evil movies, I seem to recall. I mean, horror movies, it's pretty hard to lose money on a horror movie. I don't think they 
they might have on the first one. I know they lost money on the first Marine uh, 12 rounds, you know, yeah. all of those. Because one thing you got to remember, I mean, they, they mitigate their risk by partnering with these studios. So they go 50-50. But, you know, with the... Uh, these movies there's not just the production cost but advertising and everything and they only get 50 percent of the profits so while they mitigate the risk they also only get you know half the profit so it it'd have to be a big success to to generate any decent revenue and cm punk told colt cabana when uh cm punk was up for 12 rounds too that it's it's under your contract so either you're, you're either getting your contract money sitting on a movie set or sitting in a locker room you know, right pays the same so yeah talent doesn't cost them very much um but uh yeah so i'm looking forward to watching the marine five and look for my review of that on the wrestling inc website uh yeah. so what what else do we have uh question wise oh battler mania or the day after that's an interesting question um i don't see them booking him for a match for mania but he could always do a surprise appearance i mean i could i could probably see him the day after actually is is would be my guess i think that would be a good time to do it yeah. And if you see on social media, he's he's looking like he's working towards it right now. Yeah, we posted a, a video this morning on the site of uh, him doing the demon crawl uh, yeah, at rehab. Instagram. Yeah. Cool, man. So uh, anything else we didn't cover this week? Um, let's see. Let's get to a couple more of these questions. Yeah. What are predictions for the top WrestleMania matches? Um, Cena and Nikki beating. I think Cena and Nikki are going to beat, uh, you know, Ms. Maurice, obviously. Um, I'm Glenn. I'm guessing you agree. Yeah, I mean, there's. I would love it to be an upset. I would actually love Cena to do the proposal before the match and have everyone feeling good about it and have the Miz demolish them. But that's not going to happen. <laughs> that would be funny, but yeah, I don't see that happening. Uh, Brock Lesnar is going to beat Goldberg most likely, unless the you know Brock Lesnar signs like a full time contract the day of, um, or and not a full time, but a, a long term. So, uh, yeah, I think Lesnar's winning. I think that's pretty clear. Glenn? Uh, I think you have to have Lesnar win at this point. Yeah. Um, Bray versus Orton. I, I, I mean, it's probably going to – I'd guess it's Orton, but I think Bray would be the better choice. Yeah, Orton just doesn't need it. Bray needs a little more elevation. He needs that WrestleMania moment, I think, to cement him as one of the top guys. Yeah, someone's asking uh, – Undertaker and Roman. I, I actually think Roman's going over. I think this will be Undertaker's last match. I think that's Roman will retire him. Yeah, yeah I agree. And uh, what are some of the other top ones? Uh, da, 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 da. The women's uh, Fatal Four Way. Yeah, Sasha, I could see Bailey, Charlotte. I could see. I could almost see Sasha winning it and pinning yeah. Bailey and getting that started. And but that's if Bailey holds on to it until then. Uh, they're gonna. They've said all the behind-the-scenes stuff, right? With Bailey, they've got a female Cena. They've got so much potential. I think that's going to be the the make-or-break moment. What happens with Bailey at Mania that says, okay, is she the face of the women's division going forward? Are they going to really use and utilize her, or is she just going to be a utility player in the women's mix going forward? Yeah, we'll have to. I mean, it's clear that they have faith in Charlotte. Yeah, uh, it's not clear that they have faith in anyone else. So, which is weird because Charlotte is so good in the ring. But everywhere else is not, I mean, and I'm not saying Bailey's the best talker, but with Charlotte, I don't think, I mean, Sasha just smokes her on the mic. I mean, oh, Sasha, I, don't, I don't agree with that. I think Charlotte's agree, uh, improved tremendously over the last uh, six months. I think she, she really holds, I mean, I think she cuts great heel promos now. 
Yeah, I don't know. It just I, I don't I don't feel like the crowd. I feel like they're uh you know, a great heel they're they're sort of shouting with you as opposed to at you necessarily. Like it's more of a they're on board with it. And with her, I just feel like, you know, she's still getting the what stuff in half the cities. Um although granted fans are kinda assholes. So uh. <laughs> Yeah. AJ and Shane, it's interesting. There haven't been any seeds planted yet for that. So uh but you know, we still got a lot of time. Uh, if that is indeed the match, uh, I, I almost hope it's not, but, and, but there's not much else for AJ. So, uh, we'll see. Um, what else? Da, 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 da. Oh, there's like 10 matches. Yeah. Uh, what match will close the show? I think it'll be, uh, you know, the plan was for Lesnar and Goldberg to close the show, but you know, l- last year they changed what closed the show, uh, on the day of the event. Really? Um, Undertaker and Shane was supposed to close the show. And then the oh. day of, they made the, the call to switch it with Triple H and Roman. So um, so you, you don't know for sure, but the, the plan at one point was for Goldberg and Roman to close it. Uh, who wins the Andre Battle Royal? My guess would be Braun Strowman, since there's not really anything else for him on this card. And, and yeah. it's clear they're giving him that, that big push. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. When is oh, Paige yeah. coming back? April, May, uh, probably as late, probably as late as June, uh, is when she should be healed. Whether they actually bring her back then or or hold it off is is a different story. What do you think uh, they do with Harper now going forward? We saw him last night briefly. I think he will feud with Bray heading into WrestleMania, and you know who knows? Maybe, I mean, they could bring Eric Rowan back and and uh, and get that going. Because I think Eric Rowan's pretty close to returning, so. But I don't see I don't see him higher up than that right now. Yeah, I think they need to develop him uh, just a little bit more and keep having him cut those promos, man. I mean, I th- feel like that was a very pleasant surprise last week when it, when he did that on the show, and I'd like to see more of it. Yeah, someone's suggesting a Raw versus SmackDown match with AJ versus Joe. I think that'd be a great match. I don't want to see either of those guys lose yet. I yeah. think AJ. Uh, needs to get some steam back. He's, uh, you know, lost the last two paper. He hasn't won a, a match in a while. So uh, I'd like to, I'd like to see him get some of that steam back and become one of the top baby faces on SmackDown. Do you think it was interesting last night that okay, so even when now not the champ for a while, still using the face that runs the place, still, still going with that angle in his intro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah, that is kind of awkward to be using that now. Yeah, uh, very strange. Someone suggested James Ellsworth versus Gilbert. Uh, you can. <laughs> That's a kickoff. Oh, Seth Rollins versus Triple H. That's yeah. a, um, I'm almost guessing Triple H and then Seth Rollins gets his win at the next pay-per-view because I think his they'll probably play the knee injury, although Seth should win, in my opinion. Yeah. But this is good, man. I mean, after this week of strong programming, it's amazing how much more interesting WrestleMania seems now. And it's all about the build. I think that's the thing with WrestleMania. The way you view that card is based on the momentum you have going into it. And if it's not built properly, no one cares about the majority of these matches. But if they tell the stories right, this could be a really hot year. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, I think that's the case. That's the case every year, you know, like, and you know, they'll make tweaks if they need to, but, um, well, I mean, there's some matches like big show versus Shaq, which clearly we all just look forward to, 
yeah. 12 months out. And by the way, I think Shaq will win that. Oh, yeah. And Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho, which is, you know, most yeah. likely for Mania. I'm guessing Kevin Owens wins that. I mean, that. That makes the most sense. I'm so pumped for Raw on Monday night just to see where that storyline goes alone. Yeah. And let's hope that Nakamura loses at NXT TakeOver uh, before WrestleMania. So he'll be on the main card sooner than later. Yeah, Alonzo's pointing out, AJ mentioning Shane on Talking Smack. I could absolutely see that after this uh, Battle Royal, that that's how they set up AJ versus Shane. Oh, yeah. You know, they have AJ win the Battle Royal and uh, Randy Orton turn on Bray saying he's still, he still wants the title shot and he's just been playing Bray. And then AJ got screwed out of it and beats the hell out of Shane. That's a, that's a, that's a logical way to go. I think they have to do something with that because the level – the way they did that last night with Orton made Orton really look, I don't even know what the right term is for this, but it would have been one thing if Orton would have been like, you're my brother. I can't fight you man to man handshake, give him a little hug, but to have Orton like get down on his knees and swear his allegiance to Bray Wyatt. When you think about it, it's kind of like, man, that's really an interesting position for them to put Orton in at this stage in his career. Does that make Bray look powerful yeah. or Orton look No, weak? I think I think it's going to turn out to be a swerve. So yeah. it'll be that Orton was playing him anyway. So it doesn't, uh, ultimately, it won't end up making him look weak. Yeah. Really, will really commit into it. Reigns and Taker steal the show, not trolling. I think it actually possibly can. I mean. Absolutely could. Yeah. I mean, the crowd is going to be so hot. They're going to be for Taker, booing the hell out of Reigns. Uh, I'm sure Reigns will probably work more as a heel in that match. And man, if they end it with Reigns turning heel, uh, I think that could, yeah, I mean, it could definitely steal the show. Well, I, I, what's funny is when you look at criticism of Reigns, it's not about Roman's wrestling. I, that's well, not what, a lot of people do that are just trolling, I think, when they say, yeah. oh, he only has a certain amount of moves. It doesn't matter how many moves you have. I mean, he has more moves than Bray Wyatt. Um, it's, it's what you do with it, you know? And he can go. He can put yeah. on these long matches and have them be compelling. I think it's just his lack of character that people don't like. Um, right. And they don't like feeling like he's he's forced. Right. Yeah. So much of his heat is more uh, the company's doing than himself. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think that match definitely. I mean, what else uh, could steal the show? I think Goldberg versus Lesnar will... Uh, It'll be interesting to see the crowd reaction. Hopefully they don't turn on Goldberg or one of them by then because that's what happened at WrestleMania 20 and that match mm -hmm. was the shits. Um, let's see. Uh, what, what other match could really steal the show? The, the IC. If they do, look, man, that six-man ladder match last year, I love that. That was probably my favorite thing from WrestleMania last year. Yeah, but I don't year. think people walked away with like, that's going to be remembered years from now. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think for a I actually thought the women's fan. match stole the show. It was the best. I, I, I don't know if stole the show is the right word, but it was the best match at last year's WrestleMania. Well, last year's WrestleMania didn't have any really great matches. Yeah, but I thought that ladder match, the way they did that, um, what they did with Ryder, I mean, I think for a certain breed of internet fan, that was the high point of the show, and I'm, I'm one of those fans. Uh, so I think, yeah, something like that uh, is, is always, if, if it's well done, is always a high point. Um, just because it's unexpected. With a lot of these other matches, it feels like they're just filling slots. It's that idea, okay, well, what's going to put butts in seats? Who do we need to put on the card? How do we book this to... Right, to it's, yeah, it's just getting bodies on, on, on the pay-per-view. Yeah, I so mean... So the Cruiserweight, I don't... I mean, there's been, there was talk of Neville and Austin Aries. I'd love to see that. 
Um, I don't want them to rush it because I think Austin Aries is so great. I think he's great on commentary. Do you, do you hear his comment on 205 Live last night when uh, Rich Swan said uh, he, he was mocking Noam Dar and he said, Alicia Fox. <laughs> and Austin goes, what did he say Alicia does? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> he, had a, he had a couple other great lines. Graves but, did that too on Monday. He he did the the fox in the the drawn out Noam Darish sort of way, which I thought. But was did nice. he draw not how like it that. sounds like? Uh, yeah, yeah, else? he did. Uh, but uh, it was it was not noted. But I do remember that Graves doing the same pronunciation, which is fantastic. Um, I'm looking forward at Fastlane to Gallagher versus Neville. You know, I I know not everyone's on board with that as much as I am, but I think that's going to be a super entertaining match. Yeah, people are asking about that Trump pick that was. Uh... Posted on the website this morning. I don't know if you've seen that yet, Glenn. No, no, I did not. It's Trump with uh, Vince, Linda, Shane, Triple H, Stephanie, and you know their wife, and you know uh, Shane's wife, their kids. Uh, I I know that you know it's. It, I think it's the first time that Shane and Triple H have been publicly together in in like the same for for a photo since uh, Shane returned last year. Oh, I want that match so bad. I think that match has so much real life intrigue if we get Shane versus Triple H but now with Rollins if Rollins can come back it, it, there's no way it's happening yeah and it was noted uh the guy that posted it he said Stone Cold Steve Austin uh stunned 46 percent of the people in this photo including the president <laughs> which is true he stunned Vince Linda Stephanie Triple H and Shane and Donald so uh weird times um let's see Jericho Jericho and uh Someone saying Jericho and Kevin Owens could steal the show at Mania. They could. Yeah. Um, I, I will say this. I was really disappointed with the Jericho and AJ Styles match at WrestleMania last year. Oh, God. Yeah, that was. There's just something sometimes with the same match. You do it at WrestleMania. It's just not the same as when you do it in a, a regular sized arena and you have that same crowd crowd heat and everything. Yeah. It Yeah, it didn't play. And I don't think their storyline had nearly i mean it, it felt like when jericho came back and did that run with aj it was okay jericho's doing another run it wasn't until they paired him up with owens that it was like okay this is one of the best runs that jericho's ever had you know and i think that was the problem it's just they didn't have that amazing chemistry going into it no they did i mean they i mean they had a didn't they had a great match right before that they had some good, but I'm saying storyline-wise, I didn't feel like as as invested in what was going on there. Uh, they they did that whole. They were a tag team for a little bit. Y two AJ. Um, I, I think it was just the match itself. Um, but yeah, I mean AJ was still new, and uh, but they had a great match the the pay per view before, and AJ pretty much after that pay per view has had a great match every pay per view since. I can't think of one that hasn't been great, like even just good. Uh, He's just he's just awesome. He's on another level right now. That's why I mean, Shane and Taker was one thing because of where Taker's at in the pace. Plus the Hell in the Cell, the Hell yeah. in the Cell gimmick. You knew that there was going to be a crazy spot. But how does Shane keep up with AJ? Like that's I think that's going to really challenge Shane's in ring ability. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to see. I mean, Shane's he's pulled off some surprises before, but it was, you know. 15 years ago with Kurt Angle and he's, you know, Shane's a lot older. Yeah. Do you think Angle, someone asked earlier, do you think Angle's going to be the rumors are true and Angle will be the GM of Raw uh, and Foley will leave after Mania? I think Foley will leave. Uh, Angle makes sense. I mean, we've, we've said it on the podcast before. Yeah. So, um, 
I mean, yeah, I, I I don't see why not. Yeah, he he clearly wants to do more. He doesn't want to just retire and sit at the beach. So, so and if they don't want him to wrestle, that seems uh, like a great and Angle's great on the mic. I just hope that he's not getting dressed down by Stephanie every week. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I wonder if. Uh... I don't know, Foley, he does that well. And watching Holy Foley and seeing his dynamic with the women in his life, I think uh, it, it works. Whereas, yeah. like, Steph is, like, a much more amplified version of that. But I think that he, he's used to that role. Have you have you watched the last uh, five episodes of Holy Foley yet? I haven't watched a single episode of Holy oh, really? Foley. The first five were okay. I have no, I have no, I have no interest in that show. I love Mick. I hate this run that he's having. Uh and uh, I'm just not big on reality shows, so. Yeah. What, what, what's your favorite thing on the network that's not in ring? Um, I love the uh, the 24 things that they do. Um, there are little documentaries that they do, like Seth Rollins, that one that they did. Um, so, yeah, those are those are my favorite. I, there's no series that I I usually really watch. I love Table for Three. Table for Three, I think, is the Yeah, best. I like Table for Three, too. Did you watch the one from uh, that came out a couple months ago with Hacksaw and uh, Volkov? No, and I didn't see Slaughter? that one. Very good. You know, I didn't know this before, but uh, Nik- Nikolai Volkov tells a story, and I guess the first time he had to come out doing the communist gimmick, and I guess his dad was killed by the communists, and he like like you could see it's like this real moment for him talking about that character and what it meant to do it. I was like, they're like a weirdly deep, very. I mean, they, they went much more personal with uh with the table for three conversations but that's what i like about that series is these guys really revealing you know trials tribulations not just fun locker room stories and road trips yeah i'll have to check that out yeah it was really i just good. wish i had more time i mean i have a hard time keeping up with all the wrestling there is right now so uh yeah yeah that's good right along has been kind of i think right along could have been great but a lot of it feels like they're um you know, scripting bits. It's, uh, some people online were saying if you pay close enough of attention, you could see they're just driving around the same city, like staging some of the road trips uh, some of the time. <laughs> I they believe this, it, yeah. They did this whole thing with JBL and them like ditching Saxton at a rest stop in uh, the last uh, the last one, I think, that aired. So, yeah, it's uh, right along could be great, but it's not yeah. quite there yet. Uh, I've, li- yeah. I've listened to story time every now and then because I'm usually working and it's on after talking smack a lot. And uh, most of those stories, I don't find that uh, uh, amusing enough to make it worth it. Yeah, it's weird when they back off really quick. It was like Camp WWE. It was like they were pushing it, they were pushing it, and then it was like, okay, it's there. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. They had that one with the click that Triple H was involved in. Oh, that they cut, yeah. Yeah, that they cut completely. They removed it from their YouTube, didn't have it air. Uh, so it's interesting. You know, They don't want anything too risque. Network's still worth it, man. I mean, just for the wrestling, oh, yeah. just for talking smack and uh, NXT and the other stuff, the network's worth it. Oh, it's a, course. it's it's a phenomenal product. But uh, I love that they do this other stuff. I love that at least they're trying things. And some of it, yeah, some of it's crazy. I think years from now, we will look back in Camp WWE and be like, who in the heck thought that was a good idea? Uh, you know, it'll, it'll be one of the more noteworthy things in uh, WWE misses. Yeah. But Mick Foley's saying it's not looking like there'll be a second season of Holy Foley. Have you heard anything about Noel getting signed? No. Yeah, maybe that's why. <laughs> it's that it would have been the ultimate series if it would have ended with her in NXT. But if she's not getting signed, that's the, what the whole series is about, her wanting to be a wrestler. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't heard anything about that. So 
Yeah, I haven't watched the final five episodes yet, but the first five I thought for what it was, look, it's better than what's that Grizzly knows, uh, Grizzly knows best that I, I can't believe is a real show. Like USA tells me it's a show, but I haven't actually watched an episode to confirm that it really exists. I think USA could just be trolling us with all those promos. What, what, what show is that? You haven't seen that? So anytime I watch Raw or SmackDown. Oh, like, Chrisley Knows Best. Chrisley, Chrisley yeah. Knows Best. Like that, that's a real show, right? They didn't just create, that's not like a satire they're just putting on to make fun of reality shows. That's what I thought. Is it a real, it's a real thing? I believe it's a real show. Yeah. 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 I don't, I've never watched another show on the USA Network. Uh, that's not, I'm, I don't think I've ever watched a, a USA Network series that's not wrestling. I've meant to watch Shooter. Like I saw the promos for Shooter. I was like, oh, that looks kind of good. And then I just lost interest. Colony looks okay. Um, I feel like watching WWE programming, I know a lot about what's going on at Popeye's Fried Chicken. And they introduce new menu items every week, it seems like, because there's always a new Popeye's commercial. Uh, secured credit cards, five-hour energy, like I'm v- Cricket Wireless. I'm very suits. familiar. Yeah, suits, uh, suits, I'm aware, is still on. I'm still not sure what's happening. I must have seen 100 promos for Suits over the years. Is it about lawyers or Some, yeah. something yeah, like that? I don't know. These are the things that wrestling fans, uh, we all know a little bit about, but not a lot about. Just yeah, Mr. Watching. Robot, I heard that's good, but no, I've never yeah. seen it. Yeah, I, Mr. Robot, I've been meaning to watch. I've absolutely heard that that's good. Um, all cool. right. Well, this has been an interesting digression towards the end of the show. So we'll be back on Monday night. Yeah, we'll be back on Monday. Matt should be here unless he's... Uh, Going dark? Yeah, unless he goes dark uh, with wrestling training. But uh, yeah, yeah, we'll be back on Monday. And uh, yeah, thanks everyone for joining us as always. Yeah. uh, So if you like the show, subscribe, leave us a comment, leave us a review. Follow me and Raj on Twitter. You can find our links in the show notes. And until next time, we'll see you back here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.